Hey, it's Thomas Frank. I've just got a quick note for you before we get into the show. If you've been enjoying the Inforium or my videos over on YouTube, then you, my friend, should get Nebula. On Nebula, you get ad-free versions of both this podcast and my videos, along with exclusive stuff like extended versions of those videos. And it's not just our stuff that you're going to get. Dozens of other creators are on Nebula, including Ali Abdal, Wendover Productions, Braincraft, Tier Zoo, and lots more. Nebula gives us a chance to experiment, and since everything's ad-free, it's also the best way for you to get our content. Head over to theinforium.com slash nebula to sign up now. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the College Info Geek Podcast. My name is Thomas Frank, and this is a show that helps you become a more effective student. And on this episode, we are going to talk morning routines. Now, this is something that's been on the brain for a little while, probably about a week and a half, I want to say, because I realized over the past few months, I was sort of letting my work slip into that sacred morning time that I had dedicated to personal development and to getting ready for my day. So over the past week and a half, I've revamped my morning routine. I got really serious. I made a list of things I was going to do, and I have been trying to stick to it, and I have had mainly success in doing that. So I wanted to talk about my experience building morning routines. I want to talk about my new routine, some of the pitfalls and things that can derail me from my routine, things I need to avoid or think about when building it. And to do that, I'm bringing my friend Zachary Sexton from Asian Efficiency back on the podcast because every single week, and you might have heard this mentioned in my video about what I'm struggling with, I have a little Monday morning meeting with Zach and two other guys, my friend Stefano and my friend Steven. We get together, we talk to each other about what's going right and what's going wrong in our lives and just basically help each other strive towards our goals. And uh, last week, I heard Zach mention that he and his girlfriend have a morning routine they do together. So I thought it'd be cool to sort of compare and contrast what he does with his girlfriend versus what I do, which is very much a lone wolf deal. And maybe you can take some uh, beneficial information from either of our morning routines. So that's what we got coming up in this conversation. You can find anything we mentioned that merits linking to over at the show notes, which are over at CIGpodcast.com. This is episode 81, so you can find that episode 81 link to find all those links along with the summary and ways if you want to, to review and rate the podcast on iTunes. I do want to mention we got a review from Canada the other day. So whoever is in Canada and found it in the kindness of their heart to leave a review, thank you so much. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to do the same, dear listener, that definitely supports the show. So that's all I've got to say. Let's get into this conversation about morning routines. Hope you enjoy it. So I wanted to talk about morning routines with you because I know when we were talking uh, on our little weekly call, you said like you and Nikita were doing a new morning routine. So I'm interested to hear what you guys are doing. All right. It's pretty similar to yours, I think. I looked at yours last Monday when we were on a call together and I was like, oh, that, that aligns pretty well with uh, with what we're doing. But um, maybe it's just because we get up at the same time. I'm thinking that. Um what we've been doing, we've been doing for the last, I think, six weeks or so. We just moved to Austin, Texas, so we kind of had to revamp our morning routine from, uh, well, one, we were homeless and on the road <laughs> for two months, and then before that, we were in Denver, so we had a, a different one. 
considering just the place we lived and things we were up to at the time. So, yeah. Um, do you want me to just run through like exactly? I've got my hit list of exactly what I do right in front of me. Yes, that is what I want to hear. That's what you want to hear. All right. Yeah, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about my new one and, you know, kind of like talk about building them and everything. But I am curious to hear what you guys are doing because you guys do it together. That's the thing that interests me. I'm like, I'm like the lone wolf when it comes to the mornings. I was a lone wolf for a very long time, and finally, um, I guess it was about six weeks, maybe even two months ago at this point, Nikita was finally, uh, got to the point where she said she just didn't feel ready for the day. She's a uh, a teacher, fifth grade math teacher, hmm. and uh, always felt a little rushed getting out the door, didn't really feel like she had given much time to herself uh, to kind of ramp up for the day. So she said uh, she wanted to, to create a morning routine or a morning ritual with me. And I contained my excitement because I, <laughs> I, I've secretly wanted her to, to join me in this little venture for, for quite some time. Uh, but we we worked it out and, and we decided we we're going to get up at 530, which I know sounds early, but she's she's got to be teaching by, I think it was like 715, 725. So she oh, just wow. needs the needs the time. Yeah, it's not good. I don't know why they do that to kids. They're not awake at the time. Um, but you know, wait a minute. How, how Are kids things. starting? She's starting teaching at 715 or is that just when she has to show I, up I think school? the kids come in at 715. I, I could be wrong. So okay. my apologies if I'm wrong, but is kids get in at 715 and they've got about 30 minutes to eat breakfast. They eat breakfast in the classroom and then they get rocking and rolling by 745. So she needs to be oh, in, wow. in school before seven in order to make sure that she's all ready for the the day okay my girlfriend has no excuse at this point because <laughs> i think she has to leave for work at like 7 45 ish so okay looks like she's she likes to be out the door by 7 6 30 yeah okay oh wow um yeah so it's because she's gotta give time to drive and yeah you know make copies or or whatever it may be so you guys basically have uh, so like a straight we, up hour when you wake up uh, straight up hour, and then I take mine a little further because I don't have to go and hang out with a bunch of kids. So okay. I, <laughs> I keep going with my my morning routine. But we start it by uh, drinking water. I'm a little bit more uh, of a stickler for this one. I always have a water bottle next to me, so that's something I've got to think in advance and do the night before. And uh, it's I usually add a little bit of lemon to it. Uh, I've read, and I can't remember all of the studies but uh, lemon water is good, especially first thing in the morning, because it has uh, some micronutrients in there that help keep your gut all good and in working order. It also has vitamin C, which keeps you from getting sick. Huh. Um, so those are all good things. Um, plus, it's tasty. Uh, the water okay. is a little hard down here in Austin, so adding a little bit of nice flavor to it is is good. Um, so we both drink water first thing. Um, then she gets up and makes the coffee. I don't know how this switched, but it used to be I got up and made the coffee, but now she does that, and I like that. <laughs> um, and when she's doing that, I typically go out onto the balcony. We have a little balcony. Uh, Gus often comes with us, or with me. Gus is our dog. And I do a quick little breathing exercise that I learned at this event I went to over the summer. And um, so I just... Take some, uh, take about thirty deep breaths from my stomach, and think about some of the things that I'm grateful for. Do that again, thirty more deep breaths, and um, think about some things that I'd like to create in my life, and then do that again, 
and uh, just be like, all right, th- you know, b- this is this is gonna be a great day. I'm I'm super pumped, super happy to be, uh, to be to be you know doing what I'm doing. Okay. So that's just a little uh, breathing exercise that I do uh, while Nikita's making the coffee, and then together we do a headspace meditation. So we we'll. we'll We'll sip some coffee and we'll do a, just a ten-minute headspace meditation. And that's like a that's a site, right? Yeah, it's a site. It's an app. Uh, it's it's a guided more vipassana style meditations. So there's mindfulness. It's it's taking um, taking that that chatter that is often in the brains and and being like, oh okay, you're having a thought. That's interesting. Um, now go back to the breath, or now go back to this visualization that you're having, hmm. or um, uh, just note what that you know that thought or feeling was and, and let it go. And that type of meditation helps you become aware of how scattered your brain can be, and it allows you to um, to be a little bit stress less stressed during the day, have a little bit more focus. Um, there's there's different meditations that this app has depending on what you want. So. Maybe you uh, you are feeling a little stressed right now. There's specific meditation sets. They're usually either 10 or 30 day sets for one we're working through right now is on relationships. Hmm. Um, and uh, so there's there's all kinds of different things. If you have an emergency, you're just like freaking out about a test or something like that. There's a emergency stress one, um, <laughs> which I've hit a couple times. I feel like that's going to be the most useful one. Yeah. Uh, There's a sleep one that did work for me uh, for a little while, but then I kind of, I don't know, after using it for four or five days, it it stopped working as effectively, but Mm. it worked at first. Um, Sometimes I have trouble falling asleep. So we use use Headspace. I definitely recommend that if you're especially a a new person to meditation and, and are interested in that. It's it's free for the first ten meditations, and then if you want to uh, do more and dive a little bit deeper, you can get a subscription, which I believe is a hundred dollars a year. So it's a little bit, you know, for a college student, maybe pricey. But if you're thinking that um, that you're going to get a good return on that investment, I totally would recommend it. Yeah, um, and the free version is probably fine just to start <clears throat> out with. Free version is totally great, and you can do those those first ten meditations. Like 40, 50 times in a row. It's, it's, they're not, they're not things that they don't get old necessarily. So you can do the free one for a long time or find a bunch of meditations on YouTube or, uh, there, there's no absolute reason to pay for it. The reason I chose to is because sunk cost. As I was being a little sporadic with my meditation, I was like, eh, if I put a hundred dollars down, I'll probably do it more consistently. Uh, and I was right. And there's a little gamification that the, the app has within it. It's like, oh, you just got a 10-day streak. You can give a free meditation to uh, to your mom or something like that. Um, so there's a little gamification in there, too, if you if you go for the, the paid version. Um, then I make my bed. I, that's something, I don't know, <laughs> I, I think I saw a commencement speech somewhere about some Navy SEAL saying, you got to make your bed. It's going to be, you know the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, and and there, I think there's a little psychological truth to that uh, being that, um, you know, if you've, you come home, you had a rough day and not many things went your way. At least you came home to a made bed. You know, you've got control in one area of your life. Um, and, and, and for me, it used to be really important because I worked and, um, uh, um, in the same, I was, I had a studio and I, I often work from home. 
Uh, so if I had a messy bed, it felt like I had just a cluttered mind as well. So at this point, it's about 5.50. We okay. got up at 5.30. We, um, uh, I, I forgot to mention, um, I, I typically, I, I, there's there's this cat that, that follows me wherever I go and likes to just poop in my mouth uh, every morning. I don't know what it is. So I always have to brush my teeth because my mouth just tastes and smells awful. <laughs> I'm so um, confused right now. There's, there's not really a cat. I just, my breath smells awful. <laughs> I, a buddy told me that story one time. I was like, what? There's a cat? He's like, no, man, I just have bad morning breath. <laughs> um, so I, I brush my teeth and stretch a little bit, and then I do that breath. Um, then we drink the coffee, do the meditation, make bed. And it's about 5.50, um, okay. uh, almost coming on 6 o'clock. And one thing I actually got from you, and I use Habatica actually to check these off my morning, mm. uh, my morning ritual, is to check my calendar. So you yes. told me this a while ago, I think like eight months ago, a year ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the best thing ever. Because you just don't know, maybe you have an early morning up appointment with somebody or, or something that you forgot. And if you're in a good habit of putting everything into your calendar, um, that will will save you the stress of, uh, of be, being late for something or um, I like to see my calendar before I plan my day. So I, I know like, oh man, I've got all these meetings. I can probably only get two or three things done yeah. versus man, I got nothing today. I'm going to gonna power through. Well, it's super helpful for building that daily list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with me, Habatica just comes on and I have, I just check all these off. Lemon water, stretch, meditation. Um, I don't have coffee on there because it's like, I don't need yeah. need coffee, but I like coffee. Uh, check calendar, um, green drink. So I, I we've been pretty good about making a green drink every morning. I typically drink eighty percent of it. She drinks about twenty percent because uh, she's not as good at choking down the um, like the delicious <laughs> kale and spinach and ginger that I whip together. Um, but you know, we're just trying to be healthy in that way. Well, that's because it's not delicious. <laughs> no, it is delicious because, and I'll send you the link to this so you can put it in the show notes because I think this is one of the best little, um, hacks to be healthier is if you get a ninja blender We've got and one, yeah. you get some spinach kale mix or, or super greens mix or whatever you want to put in there. Um, just make sure it's like super green, something you probably wouldn't eat pounds of, uh, but you know is healthy for you. Um, and there is this, uh, this supplement called BCAAs, branch chain amino acids, um, that we found on Amazon. Actually, Aaron of Asian Efficiency recommended it to me. And it tastes like mango, and it's sweetened with stevia, and it makes it taste really good. Uh, the ginger sometimes gives it a little bit more zing than you might imagine. So you don't have to put the ginger in there and it will just taste like this mango thing with, uh, with a little bit of grit to it, which is your, your greens that you're, you're sucking down. But, uh, and use a straw, you, the bigger straw you can get, the better because then you just kind of suck it down. <laughs> um, so that's my, if you don't like vegetables, but you know, want to live a healthy longer life. Um, you can you can do that by tricking yourself. And BCAAs is just for the science majors out there. We're probably gonna yell at me. Um, brand, uh, it, it's like the building blocks of of protein. Hmm. Um, so it's not uh, it's it's something if you're actually lifting weights or are trying to trying to get some muscle. Probably something good to add to your diet. I actually just use it probably for the taste. Um, okay. So from there, here's my extendo. Uh, um, one, Nikita and I both ride the elevator down. She goes off for work. It's almost 6.30 right now. And I have my uh, Kindle 
um, a little notebook, my iPhone with some headphones and uh, a pencil. And what I do is I get on a treadmill. And so this is a new part because my new apartment has a, a treadmill. So if you uh, are like at a college that has a gym, maybe in your dorms or near your dorms, you could do this. And I've been reading and walking for an hour. And I really like it. Uh, I've, uh, I've, we also we were talking last time about how I learned a little bit about speed reading recently. So yeah. the combo of walking and reading at the same time. Um, and uh, since I'm on the treadmill, I can't go Google things or be distracted. And using the Kindle mm. makes it really easy. I've tried doing it with some books. A textbook, I think, would be not possible. Uh, really? May- maybe. Maybe if you use the elliptical or something. Yeah, I feel like holding a book open while you're on the treadmill would be... It wasn't as easy, but it wasn't as as difficult as I thought. Mm. The problem comes when you want to highlight stuff. Oh, okay. it's not. That's that's tough because you, you almost have to like just step off and like and 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 do that. So then I do that, and then um, right down from the gym, there's a little writing room. Uh, so I go and I I write for forty minutes because that's something I got to do for for my job. Then I walk Gus. Uh, which is my dog and uh, journal and then plan the day. And so that's from, that's the first three hours of my day, typically every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Okay. Um, except for on Monday, I guess um, I wait to walk Gus and journal and plan my day because I'm hanging out with you. Cool then. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I guess I'll go over my morning routine at this point. And mine has changed because I had a very strict one for a long time that had like, I think, 20 things on it and I was doing very good on it and then YouTube started to take over and uh, <laughs> with all the effort I was putting into videos I would I got into this horrible state of mind where I'd get up and immediately think like oh no I gotta work on the video for today which is a foul it's like a it's a it's a trap because it I would never be super efficient anyway at 6 a.m. so the new morning routine which I stuck to last week for all but one day is 5.30, yes, just like you, 5.30 in the morning, I'd get up, and uh, I still use the buffer system to force myself to wake up, where I've got that tweet and buffer that says, hey, it's 5.45 a.m. If you're seeing this tweet, it means I'm still asleep. I will give you five bucks if you're, like, one of the first five people to to comment. And uh, this actually, the first day I did it, like, recently, it was terrible, because I didn't know this, um, Buffer changed their code to where if you reschedule a tweet to a new day, it resets the time to midnight. This is bad. Ah. <laughs> I didn't know this. It used to never do that. And uh, did you pay? I didn't have to pay five dollars. No, because obviously it's like it's very obvious that I was it was midnight when it went out. So I mean, I set the tweet thinking it still said, "Hey, it's it's five thirty in the morning," um, but the first night it went out at midnight because they changed their code and I had no idea it was going to be going out at that time. But then I woke up because my phone's on do not disturb all night. I didn't hear any of the notifications until I woke up. I looked and saw like 20 tweets of people saying, oh my God, I never thought I'd see this. Give me my money. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm up. It's it's 530. I'm up. So now I have to make sure every time that I reset the tweet to the next day, I have to reset it to 545 AM. But yeah, I get up, typically brush my teeth, uh, we'll drink some water and take a vitamin, and then I'll go turn my computer on to reset the tweet to the next day. Now, this is a point of difficulty with my morning routine that I want to get to, into a little bit later um, because it can be very easy to immediately go from switching my tweet over to checking my email or doing something else. But 
assuming that I don't do that, uh, 5.40, I will start making my breakfast, eat breakfast 15 minutes later, and then around 6.15, my, my current routine is to get on my new cruiser skateboard, which is better at skating on rough terrain than my regular skateboard, and it's very fast, and I'll skate about three miles to the gym, uh, and I have like a like a routine to do in the gym every single day. So I've basically said to myself, I make excuses to not go to the gym if it's like a three-day-per-week schedule. I'll be like, oh, well, it's Tuesday and I'm supposed to go, but I don't want to, so I'll go Wednesday instead, and it's it won't work. So instead, I'm saying, okay, Monday through Friday, I'm going every morning, and I have six exercises that I'll do each morning, which all adds up to full body over the week. So do that in the gym. Hmm. Uh, skate back. Now, the problem is winter is about to hit me, which is why I'm very jealous of you right now <laughs> because yeah. you're not going to have snow. Uh, but I'm going to have the snow, so it's going to mean I'm going to have to drive to the gym. And the skateboarding part is, like, the, the part I really look forward to because, I don't know, I just... There's something magical about skating through town when, like, the sun is barely peeking over the horizon and you can still see the stars and there's nobody out. And I'm going to lose that for the winter. But that's okay. Oh, man. I know. I mean, it's, it's not is it, okay. Is it three miles each way or is yeah. it three miles around? Wow. Yeah, it's three miles each way. Uh, how fast but, can you do that on the longboard? It takes me about 20 minutes each way. Okay. And then how long are you in the gym for? I think I'm in the gym for about 30 minutes. I think I was I think I was pretty accurate with my calculations. I think I get to the gym a little more than 30 40 minutes. I get to the gym 6:45 and then I leave between 7:15 and 7:25 depending on the type of workout. So like Monday's workout will be uh bench press and overhead press and things that require more rest and recovery between sets. So I might leave 10 minutes earlier and then like there's a certain day in the week where I'll do a suspended leg lifts for abs and uh, farmer's walk and shrugs and things that don't require as much rest because they're not using the same muscles or they're not compound lifts. And maybe I could tweak up the order of the workout to sort of standardize the time. But it's between 7.15 and 7.25. I'll start heading home. And then I get home and at that point I'll plan my day on my whiteboard. And then if it's Monday, I meet with you guys on Skype, uh, you, Steven, and Stefano. Or if it's not Monday, then I will attempt to read. And I have found that reading is the most difficult thing for me to do because this whole morning routine takes two and a half hours. From 5.30 to 8, everything other than reading happens. And actually, I wrote I wrote this down, like the whole morning routine, and I put times at which everything should happen. And I think I've gotten good enough at estimating my own productivity that I was pretty accurate on the times. So it's basically eight on the dot. And uh, at that point, I'm starting to itch to get into work. So reading can be tough because I'm like, oh, I got this yeah. video to make or I got to get a podcast out or what have you. So, I mean, that's that's a problem. Thomas, what about like on your ride, just listening to an audio book? Because that's 40 minutes of... It would be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's true. Uh, so that was a consideration. If it were the summer, it would be fine. Currently, it's October, and uh, when I skate to the gym, it's dark, so I need to be very aware of my surroundings to make sure that there's not a car coming behind me or something, because on certain parts of the skate, I will be in the street, so I purposely don't listen to anything on the way. On the way back from the gym, I typically have been listening to a podcast, but yeah, I could definitely do that. Um, The book I'm reading right now is not 
in audiobook form, so I need to finish that one, but definitely something I could do. So that's the current morning routine. Takes about two and a half hours. Um, things I used to do, though, I used to do things like meditating, and I did a few other things, and I, I realized that, like, once you're on a great morning routine, but then you break it, you kind of have to start from the basics again and prove to yourself you can do certain things before you just try to jump right back into the super complicated one. So I'm betting that if I tried to do yours mm-hmm. right now, where I'm like, I'm going to meditate and and do all these things, it probably wouldn't happen. Uh, so yeah, I, hope that- I agree. You just work up to it. Mm-hmm. And the thing and is only like, do things that are helping you. Yeah, right. The I think the biggest thing I valued was going to the gym because I wasn't going to the gym enough and I've realized that I've lost a lot of strength from say like my senior year of college I was a lot stronger than I am now so I really value that and I want to get back into it and uh, I think Casey Neistat was kind of one of my big inspirations because in one of his vlogs he said every day I either go for a run or I go to the gym and I'm like okay if he can go to the gym and run every single day then I can do it too and it works better if I do it in the morning so I'm going to start getting up a half an hour earlier at 5.30 and make myself get to the gym. Actually, on Thursday, though, I did, instead of going to the gym on Thursday, I did interval training outside. So I would do like 600 yards of walking and then a 200-yard sprint full out, and then I did five sets of that, which is killer. (laughs) I'm not used to doing that. So that's what I'm going through right now. So at this point, I want to start talking about how to build a morning routine because I would imagine that your morning routine is a little bit more complicated than the way it started out. And I can definitely tell you, as a college student, my initial morning routine was to hop out of bed about five minutes before work and just like sprint to work. (laughs) So, I mean, we both have pretty complicated, like discipline-based morning routines at this point. How did you start to build that? Or was it like, did you hop right into what you currently have? No, 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 not at all. Um, I, I think if you're going to build a morning routine or basically do anything on a consistent basis, you probably just want to ask yourself why uh, to start with. Mm. Because maybe when you were in college, waking up five minutes before your job and running there was the best use of your morning because you wanted the extra sleep and um, you, know, you were going to work out later or you can drink water when you get there or um, you didn't really need to check your calendar or meditation isn't something that interests you at the moment. So if you don't have a good reason why you want to do something consistently, you probably shouldn't even start because you're, you're not likely going to do it for very long. Like you were talking about why you wanted to work out. You gave a specific reason. You're like, I'm not as strong. And that's something that was really important to me. Uh, my two year old, not two year old, but two years ago, self could, would beat up my current self. I don't like that. Um, so if you don't have a good reason why, don't worry about it. You know, it's just, you don't need to do that. Um, but if you do have a good reason why you don't want to feel all rushed coming out or you, um, you want to be, uh, you, you want to take some time to either do some, uh, learning or prepare for the day, plan the day. You, you typically have much more productive days if you plan them out in advance. So if you have some reasons for, uh, for needing one, then just start small and success spiral up. I think that's what you're maybe hinting at is, um, is Mm. doing two or three, uh, start with maybe wake up, drink some water, do some stretches like that. That would be a good, uh, beginning morning routine. Wake up five minutes earlier and do that. Um, and then just keep on stacking more and more things on top of that. 
And as far as the strategy for building a morning routine, I think it'd be the same as that book you talk about all the time, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Yeah. Um, you have a marker. So a lot of times uh, people's marker will be a an alarm clock. Maybe you go to bed at a regular enough time. You're in college, I doubt it, <laughs> where you just wake <laughs> up naturally. Um, but whatever it is, have some sort of marker and then have your routine. And you notice that we were both able to read out these routines and it, and it wasn't because we we wrote them down for the podcast. It's because we already had them written down otherwise. Mm. And the reason we do that is so we can follow them. So when we're groggy and in the morning and not thinking very well, um, we can we can be like, oh, okay, first do this, then do that, then do that. Eventually it gets to the point where you don't need it, but writing down a list and your expected times of how long it'll take you to do is will really increase the likelihood of it actually happening because you can you can look at it and see what you've done. Um, then uh, a lot of times what uh, the power of habit says is to have some sort of reward. So a lot of these things that you do will have intrinsic re- rewards. So if you're working out, you know, you'll get some endorphins. If you, um, you know, take some time to stretch or drink some water, you'll, you'll have more energy. But if you want to add a different reward on top of that, for me, it, it was coffee. Now it's kind of in my routine, but I would like make myself do my routine before I got some coffee okay. um, or before I got out you know, went on a walk. I know that was something you used to do, went on a walk in the morning and listened to a podcast. Have some sort of reward that you can build into it. Mm. And then knowing all the necessary tools. So for me, I need a water bottle. I need uh, either lemons or some lemon juice. I need, um, you know, a French press for my coffee. I need my phone and a Headspace app. Um, so there's a lot of tools that you need. And if you don't consider those, that's another pitfall that people can have, especially if you're going to uh, travel or change up environments. If you don't know all those tools, maybe you go home for Christmas or um, or, or just go on a trip uh, for a few days. A lot of times that's where morning routines will fall apart because you didn't consider, oh, geez, I didn't, I didn't bring my um, – you, you talked yes. about vitamins. I didn't bring my supplements. <laughs> I guess I'm not going to do that part of my morning routine. And without consistent reps – done uh, over time, it's not going to become that kind of second nature thing that maybe you were hoping for. Yeah, actually, so this is a good time to talk about this. I wanted to talk about things that can derail your routine. And you mentioned having the tools you need. Um, I wanted to say that that's a thing that can often derail me if like my gym bag isn't already packed or my water bottle isn't filled or I'm out of the groceries I need to make my breakfast or like a head at the door and I forget my headphones. These are things that can make me just sort of say like, what the hell, I'm not going to do the rest of it. Have you ever heard of the what the hell effect? Yeah, I call it something else, but I know what, what you're What do you call about. it? Uh, the what the F word effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, I think there, there was like a psychology article on some site that I, I read a few years ago where they called it the what the hell effect. And I think you can give it your own moniker if you want. But basically, humans have this this tendency to give up on a whole goal if one part of it fails. So a good example would be if like a person on a diet like eats a cookie because they just had a lapse in discipline. Then they'd be like, oh, okay, well, I already ate a cookie. I might as well just set my I'll, – I'll do my goal tomorrow. I'm going to eat like four more cookies. What the hell? And this can happen with me where if I'm like – I don't even have any eggs to make breakfast this morning. What the heck was I thinking? 
well, the whole morning routine is shot. I'm not going to go to the gym now. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I might as well just go do whatever. Uh, so those little things that can derail you can cause that, at least for me. So I think a good a good thing is to be prepared. Make sure you have all the tools and just gear and things you need for your routine to happen prepared the night before. The other thing that's been derailing me is lack of sleep. Mm. Because waking up at 530 is serious business. And I use this little bedtime calculator, calculator called sleepytie.me. Which is, it's really kind of hard to say the URL, but it's like sleepyti.me. And it will tell you, based on the the data that shows the average REM cycle for most people is 90 minutes, if you want to get up at 5.30, then you need to fall asleep by 10. So you get that seven and a half hours, which would be five REM cycles. But the average person takes 14 minutes to fall asleep, so you should be getting into bed at 9.45. And I have been pushing this all week. I think uh, a couple of nights, Anne and I ended up going to bed at like 11. There were certain nights where I was I was getting into bed at 10.30, but then we would just like stay up and talk for a while. And for the first few days, it was fine. But Friday morning, I woke up and I was just dead. And it was not good. <laughs> so every other day I had gone to the gym. Friday, I didn't go. And I think I, I let myself rationalize it because I said I had gone to the gym on Sunday, which is not in part of my plan. So I, I still went to the gym five times last week, but I didn't go to the gym on Friday because I was just feeling like zero energy. And I think getting that that good amount of sleep is very important. Uh, so when do you guys go to sleep, by the way? Um, we try to be in bed by 930. And okay. this is something I think we were talking about. This is probably why you asked me to come on because... I was struggling with that same thing. And yeah. what we realized is that we just needed to have an evening routine or ritual uh, mm. to make our morning one work because we were both uh, for a couple weeks there just running on fumes. And it was, it was really catching up to us in our, in our work and uh, just kind of like being, uh, I don't know. It's the worst when you don't get enough sleep. So we're like, we need to get <laughs> hardcore about getting enough sleep. We still want to do our morning routine. So what do we, what needs to happen? And we actually use that same sleepy time uh, mm. online web app to to figure out when we needed to go to sleep. So that's that's cool that we both went for that. And um, and then another thing that we realized about our behavior, what kept us up is that we would often either work too late or just be on the computer too late. So what we did is we made a curfew for ourselves to turn off our computers and have our phones charged in in, um, in a room where we weren't using them um, by 8.30. So that gave us an hour to I don't know, clean up uh, for the evening. We, um, <clears throat> we start, started either... Uh, just hanging out and doing nothing, or um, we've got an audio book that we have the option to listen to, although we haven't exercised that option. We just mm-hmm. thought that might be something interesting to do. You know, just have a story to go to bed to. Um, and then by 9.30 in bed, I typically like to read a little bit of fiction before I, that helps me fall asleep. So uh, okay. I typically make it about 15 minutes and I'm Probably sleeping by 9.45. <laughs> Although, you know, just things happen. Uh, a buddy of mine was leaving town. So on Thursday, we went out. And while everyone was getting rowdy and drinking a lot, we didn't. But we were still didn't get home till 
after midnight and yeah. um, and succumb to the uh, what the hell or what the the f effect and um, uh, watched a an episode of Rick and Morty while eating meatballs and didn't get to bed till about one and then we tried waking up at five thirty because Nikita had to and uh, because I chose to uh, and it was um, some more what the hell's happened later that day like yeah. I ate some ate some junk food that I don't know I wouldn't normally eat and all kinds of things and it was because you know we we're just Four hours of sleep is not enough. Rick and Morty and meatballs sounds pretty good, though. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was the finale. We didn't realize it was it was the last one. It was a pretty pretty dark episode, but it was uh, yeah. You know, I I actually haven't seen the new season, so I need to watch it. Oh man, yeah, it's it's stayed strong. There there's maybe one episode that's like not as just I'm laughing the entire time. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no. Okay, I, I probably don't. Don't add it to your evening ritual, but um, <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll it's your it reward. Anyway. You're like, oh man, I just I just pumped iron for all morning. I get a little Rick and Morty. Could be a good reward. Yeah, uh, Anna and I we there were no midnight nights, but um, I've been meaning to watch an anime called Death Note for a long time because my roommate is like, Tom, you like Sherlock? This is basically the anime version of Sherlock. So we've been going through it. It was like 37 episodes and I loved it, but we would end up watching it until like right up till 10 or even get like really invested and want to do another episode. So up till 1030. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is we didn't have a midnight or a midnight, not a midnight. We didn't have an evening ritual where at a certain time we start getting ready for bed and everything. So it was just like, oh, okay, it's 10 o'clock. I guess we'll finish watching the show later and now we have to brush our teeth and take a shower or whatever and get ready and turn off my computer and everything and by the time that I actually get downstairs into bed it's 10.15 or 10.20 and then I'm like oh I didn't read my 20 minutes for the day I have to read so that's what contributed to the whole 11 o'clock you know burning the candle both ends kind of thing so I mm-hmm. think I need to take a page out of your book and have some sort of hard time to say Whatever I'm doing, I need to stop, turn off computers for the night, and still watch the show, but I need to brush my teeth and get ready for bed before that. So that way, that 9.45 deadline, I can actually get into bed and not be sleep-deprived. Yeah. Yeah, we, at least for the moment, took away our TV shows, because that's what we were doing before bed a lot of times, okay. just watching a little Netflix or, or whatever it may be, yeah. and it was, it was it's very tempting, especially with Netflix that just starts playing the next episode. Mm-hmm. We got it, we got sucked in really bad to Narco, and it was like, oh, I just want more, it'll be all right. <laughs> um, so we took, at least for the moment, that option off the table for us. Okay, so uh, when you started going to bed... I guess what what did you say your cutoff time was again? Eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yeah. So you have an hour, um, and you said you're you're just like reading fiction in bed and going to sleep. What do you do before that? Um. Well, before that, like hopefully we've we've eaten dinner. Uh, we're we've uh, in our new place. We actually have a, a. It almost feels like the dorms again. Actually, and the other night we were talking about politics and and religion. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm back. <laughs> in college because there's about five uh five sets of couples so 10 of us uh, that are have been eating dinner together at 7 30 so oh. usually we we eat dinner up on we've got a rooftop uh, uh 
patio thing that overlooks Austin. So it's pretty yeah. nice to go up. So we're up there eating, chatting, and usually that ends about 8.30. So we come back down and um, and we clean the dishes and, and all that stuff. So a lot of times if we want to go to that too, that's like incentive to finish up, wrap up for the day, plan the next day, and um, and then turn off the computer for, for me. Um, and, and for her too because th- that was something that was keeping us up is we would – we would work uh, and then your mind yeah. would be all wound up. And then that's how we justified like, well, in order to wind down for the day, we need to watch a little firefly or something to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to get us, um, to get us ready for bed. Uh, and then it would just be later. Um, so that's, that's what we do. And then with that hour, I don't know, Nikita takes a shower. I, um, I sometimes I'm usually cleaning, picking up. Oh, something that, uh, we've been doing quite a bit more lately. Um, is we did I tell you we got a sauna? You got not the yeah. asana, you got a song. Like oh yeah, yeah. No, a lot box. of people say that. Yeah, here, I'll turn on you people listening won't know, but um I'm turning on the video right now. Okay. And you, you can see, you see Oh, I can see it. Yeah. What yeah. Is it like a So I've been sauning saunaing? How is it a small one? It it's smaller, oh, it's but it's it can small one. Okay, it can fit two people. We actually got two large Australians in there the other day. So you're not um, going to believe this, but <laughs> my father purchased a sauna when I was probably 13 years old. So okay, we had, a, we had a sauna in my house too, but it was wow. a, it was a big one, and it came assembled i think or something like that so we had to like take the edges off of the door to the basement like the trimming <laughs> to get it down there <laughs> ours we we built but it was really easy to build it was like you latch these things together and the box just kind of huh. like sucked together okay and it was uh, it was a really good deal too it was um if you look on amazon i think it's like 1800 dollars selling for but yeah. there was a labor day sale and we got it for Eight ninety nine, I think, and wow. it's an infrared sauna, and we freaking love it. Um, so that's that's a big part of ours too. So we just like sweat like crazy, and then take a cold shower. Huh. Um, is is something um, that that sometimes is in that evening routine type yeah. of thing. I, I sometimes do it in the afternoon, or do it after workout, or sometimes do it in the morning. I just uh, I've been doing it a lot lately because I think I'm just excited about it. But um, yeah, so that's <laughs> that's another thing. I, I feel like uh, Anna would love that. When we were in Japan, she was like always. I want to go to the onsen. I want to go to the you know the baths and stuff. And she doesn't Wait. understand why I don't really care about those very much. Uh, I think I'm just a weirdo. We both loved it. We were going. We actually what caused us to buy it was we were looking for a place to go, and there mm. was just some ad that said you know saunas, and I was like, oh whoa, whoa, we can do this because we were paying. Uh, in Denver, fifteen dollars per sauna session, and it was an infrared sauna, and it wasn't much bigger or better than this. But we were each paying it, so it was like thirty dollars a pop, and we'd have wow. to drive there. And now we like have one in our house, and that's awesome. That's surprisingly <laughs> expensive. Couldn't you find like a like a gym that just has one? Yeah, we didn't. We, we went to a CrossFit gym, and they didn't have anything like that. Okay. Um, so we were already our gym membership fees were already kind of high. So we yeah. Um, we didn't want to look for a new one, and we 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 only did it maybe every other week. But we really liked it. We enjoyed yeah. doing it. Did you find um, a new gym? It's now that you're in Austin. Not yet. We've got one in my apartment, so I've been ah. doing that one. I've been doing lifts. Um, 
because I wanted to to be strong like you. You're doing five um, by five, right? Yeah, I'm doing the five by five. So okay. I've got that app, and I'm probably gonna join a gym sometime in the next month or two. Uh, but that'll that'll take rejiggering my morning routine because I'll probably want to do it in the morning uh, if I yeah. That. Well, that's a kicker because I love to skate. It's 40 minutes of commute time to the gym. And even if I was driving, it would be probably 20. Uh, and I mean, I like the gym that I go to, but I now understand why my dad spent thousands of dollars to build his own gym in our basement when I was growing up because it's really it just, nice having a two minute commute. It does. Yeah. And like when you live in a car, uh, an apartment complex that has a gym and you can just like walk over to it, it's really nice. I don't know. Like that was a huge problem because we're, I'm paying. I think 80 a month for me and Anna to have the membership. It was, if it was just me, it'd be 60. And I was like, okay, 60 bucks a month. That's a good amount. That's going to cause me to go. And I'm not going to be one of those schmucks that pays for a gym membership and then doesn't go. But the fact that it's a 10 minute drive away at night, it can be tough to leave. There's like all those, what do you call them? Like setup friction. Maybe, maybe is a good word for it. Where if you could just teleport to the gym, you'd be fine. You would do it. But the fact that you have to put mm-hmm. on your gym clothes and then take a 10-minute drive to get there and everything, uh, it was just terrible. And so I was like, okay, Anna, I'm sorry, but I am going to break up with you as far as the gym goes. And I'm going to go on my own and just like see how it works. And putting it in the morning worked so much better. But that commute time really does contribute to the decision fatigue it causes to, to go. So I can see the benefit. Yeah, that that was mine. I actually did a trial at this one gym, um, and I may still do it because it has jujitsu, and I think that would be fun oh, to, nice. to do some classes that are included. I didn't even try out the jujitsu class, but I um I I went there and I was biking there, and it was about twenty minutes each way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, geez, okay, the class is an hour, and then it's a twenty minute commute each way. That's an hour forty minutes each day that I want to do this type of workout. So. Yeah. Where where right now I walk down, I do my lifts for maybe forty minutes, and then I walk back up, and I'm done in in forty five minutes. Um, so it's a big jump, but I I think I I lo- I really like the group setting of working mm-hmm. out in groups. So I I know I work out much harder. Um, so it's okay. like, am I am I gonna give the time to it that way or 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 not? So that's kind of a yeah, the calculus I'm making at the moment. It's it's not even being cheap. It's just the time. If do I want to invest the time to? Uh, I've discovered to, to make that, that I'm, commute. I'm very lone wolf when it comes to exercise. Uh, I'm very oh, much, yeah? I'm very much better when I'm in the gym with just my headphones and me, and there's no there's no lag for me waiting for other people to do their set or whatever. I just get in there, and I'm, like, if somebody wants me to spot or if I'm like with a partner, I'm willing to do it. But my preference would be to get in there and do everything at my own pace completely. And uh, I think it even translates to things like skating. You know, if I'm like skating a trail or something, being alone, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I've maybe i just never skated with somebody who skates faster than me. That could be part of it. Um, yeah. But I'm very lone wolf when it comes to the gym. But I did used to take <laughs> jiu-jitsu, and I will tell you, it is pretty cool, and you should try it out. Cool, cool. All right, maybe I'll do like a month or two. and Yeah. Okay. Well, you can come fun. down and spar. And see, since it's not judo, you won't have to learn Japanese. You'll just get to learn the moves. <laughs> uh, yeah. We took judo for a little bit, and we had to learn the throws and everything, but we also had to learn 
the Japanese names for all the throws. So I had to learn like Osorogari and stuff like that. So to get your yellow belt, you had to do all the throws, but then recite the names of them. And I was very bad at memorizing them as a kid. So when we took jujitsu, it was, I mean, it's, I suppose like the uh, particular class I took was, was drawing from Brazilian jujitsu, but it, they didn't require any sort of foreign language component. It was just, can you do the thing? Good. You get your yellow belt. (laughs) Well, cool. Yeah. Was was there any other things you wanted to talk about when it comes to morning routines or rituals or habits? You know, I think, I think this is pretty good because we mentioned the pitfalls, uh, you know, having all your stuff set up. I guess the one thing I didn't mention, uh, that we didn't talk about in detail. I did mention it was that I have trouble when I'm waking up, I have to turn my computer on to set my buffer tweet oh, to the yeah. next day. But I have trouble with close that open going up. into email or I want to check my YouTube subscribers or tweets or whatever. Like I have stat addiction and it kicks in, in the morning and it can derail my routine or it can delay it. So the one thing I have set up to combat it is at night I have a, hab- a Habitica task to clear neutral, which I totally took from you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Where I'll close all tabs if I want, like if I want to know what a tab was in the future, I'll put it in Pinboard. But uh, I don't want it to be open when I open my browser. But do you have any other tips for avoiding that temptation? Because given that I have to turn my computer on, no, I'm looking. I'm trying to look up your stats right now too. I'm seeing if you've hit the hundred thousand mark on your YouTube channel. I have not yet hit a hundred thousand. It is at when like are 90, you gonna get that? It's like oh, ninety-eight point eight. So, I think it'll happen Tuesday. Jeez, what are you gonna do? To celebrate? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do to celebrate? <laughs> Make another video. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Uh, blogger friend of mine if I can write a guest post about it because I like to nerd out about things like this but I, it's like not something I can write about on my own site <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> otherwise um, I tweeted about this a while ago I was like guys I'm not going to do a 100,000 subscriber bonus video I want to do something for like a nerdier number than just 100k so I think uh, there was like a Fibonacci number that's very close to 100,000. And I'm trying to remember which one it is. It's like 123 something. I wish I could look up like all the numbers right now. Now I'm just going through Fibonacci articles. It's like 123,000 <laughs> something. I'm sure somebody will comment telling me exactly what it is and how dumb I am for not knowing it. But yeah, I'll celebrate soon enough with some sort of video. I think people want to see like a, a video about my gaming computer and stuff like that. So maybe that'll be one. I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, the clearing to neutral helps me a lot, but it's still not a hundred percent. Do you feel like you need that? Still need that tweet thing? Because you've been doing it for a couple of years. Oh, I do. Um, yes, I do. Okay, you definitely because, need that. <laughs> uh, to be honest, uh, I have never reverted back to how bad I used to be, because I used to get up at like eight thirty, and then I would just end up on Reddit till till like ten a.m. and it was per- uh, terrible. So for a while, I wasn't using the tweet. I was still getting up around 6.30, but 6.30 is just late enough that I wasn't really doing a good morning routine. So I hmm. felt that it's one of those things where I can deceive myself into thinking I'm I'm 
have ingrained this. I'm good enough that I don't need this crutch anymore. I'll do it. But the proof is in the pudding. I don't do it when that thing is not set up. So it's got to be set up. Can you have some sort of automated blocker for from like six to eight or something like that on this on YouTube oh, and your other sites? I could. That's not a bad idea. I could use like uh, what's it called? I use self control, but it's only like a twenty four hour one. So I know there's, there's a Chrome there's, extension, a different tool called Stay Focus. That's what it's called, and I think okay. you can set a window so I could just block YouTube and and Twitter and my podcast stats from. 5 to 6 a.m. even. It would just have to be one hour and then I couldn't see him. That's not a bad idea. What I had in my head was I was trying to cook up like some different type of uh, if it trigger for the buff for the buffer thing where instead of having to log in and delete it, maybe I could like set up some sort of iPhone location trigger where I'd have to walk out to my front yard and then it would maybe know that I'm at a different location and trigger it or something. Um hmm. The idea was to change it from being a dead man's trigger where inaction causes the thing to happen to an actual trigger where action doesn't cause it to happen. Is that how it works? Dead man's trigger. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, right I'm now it's a dead man's trigger. I like it. Yeah, it's it really... So well, if, yeah, de- if cool you're dead, thing. you'll... you'll J- yeah, just you'll, like, like a, a thing at your bank where like, oh, if I don't check in every thousand days then assume my family killed me and change my will to give it all to charity or something like that. Or I don't know, something like that. Uh, a dead man's trigger is basically like inaction over a period of time will cause something to happen. And that's exactly what my buffer thing is, where if I don't wake up and set it to a different day, the inaction will cause it to go out. But I was thinking like, okay, what if instead of inaction, it was like you have to show up at a certain location every day Otherwise, a bad thing will happen or you have to tweet something. I don't know. But it would have to be something where I have to get out of bed and do like five minutes worth of activity. So that way my tiredness goes away. Yeah. So that's the problem. Most automation techniques involve computers, but computers are where I can access those stats. So I like your idea of simply just blocking it all until 6 a.m. So I can't get derailed. I think that seems a little simpler. Yeah, I won't get derailed when I'm eating breakfast. It's only when I have first woken up and I'm deleting that tweet and I'm like, I think I'll just check my YouTube subscribers and no, let's look at the emails. Why not? And now some tweets. And all of a sudden I've wasted 10 minutes and the 10 minutes counts because the entire routine is very on the dot. Cool. Well, I'll look forward to hearing how that works. So yes, I will try that tomorrow. And uh, yeah, well, you're going to hear about it tomorrow morning because there will be exactly one morning routine in between now and when we talk next perfect awesome man well i think we have pretty much covered it uh if there's questions then we can always do a follow-up at some time in the future but yeah man thanks for being on the show and i'll talk to you tomorrow morning all right we'll see you tomorrow all right man all right guys thanks so much for staying to the end of this conversation hopefully it has inspired you to take a look at your own morning routine to see what sort of improvements you can make to it or maybe it's just inspired you to start doing it in the first place Either way, I'm glad that you listened to the whole thing. Thanks so much. And if you want to find my favorite resources for making your college experience a better one, you can find those at collegeandbogeek.com slash resources. 
Also, I've got some pretty cool announcements coming up in the future very, very soon. So if you're not on the email list, you can go over to collegeinfogeek.com slash book. Sign up to get my free book, 10 Steps to Earning Awesome Grades, which I'm just going to kind of spoil it for you right now. I'm holding a printed edition of the book right now in my hands. Uh, It's a proof one that I had sent to make sure there weren't any typos and uh, other mistakes in there. But I will be releasing some information about how to get a print edition if you want it. And I'm also going to be working on an audiobook edition. So cool things are happening. And the best place to get updated about them is on the email list, which also gets you a free ebook copy of the book. So collegeinfogeek.com slash book. That is all I've got to say, I believe. So I am going to sign off right now. See you next week in next week's episode. And until then, stay cute.